What's good, everybody? Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to the If Not Me podcast. KB. Yeah, we forever. Every loss, we ain't losing. Don't think it took a ass. Damn, son. Real life. Got him. When I tell you I completely underestimated this podcast shit because I thought that it was just a matter of getting your mic, getting the equipment and the shit that you need to get set up, and just going from there. And boy, I was completely fucking wrong. But without further ado, we out ya. The If Not Me podcast is officially up and running. Today will be the first episode. I want this to be an introduction. Y'all kind of could you get a little feel of who I am, you know what I'm saying, why I kind of created this platform. And then, you know, hopefully from there we could just build, you know. For one, this shit was very important to me because, man, like, lately, even before the pandemic, just, I feel like I've been on this path to being woke, like everybody like to say. And the more I've been on this path to, like, just becoming aware and knowledgeable of the shit that's going on around me, man, I just feel like i just been fucking been taking shit from... From, from all different directions. I mean, shit from, like, racism, from fucking, from prejudice, from uh, shit in the workplace, from uh, from uh, sexism, from fucking colorism. Like, I'm just taking all the fucking isms from everywhere. So, with that being said, the focal point of my podcast would be just basically to just, you know, start the conversations on those things happening because I feel like, the more we kind of get out and we talk about it, the more we less prone to fucking, you know, be in a situation that'll end up have us in jail, have us kill somebody, you know what I'm saying? Have us just kind of just fucked up because there's really a lot going on in this world today, man. And we really have to like really be aware and conscious and we have to talk about these things because if we don't, all of that shit is going to be bottled up inside of us. And then, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, fuck, you know, like just like a pot, you know what I'm saying? When when, it, when it's over full on, it's, it's shit just going to bust open and shit just gonna be everywhere hopefully y'all feel me on that analogy but yeah but i mean i don't mean to say that to to make it seem as if this is gonna be one big like history lesson or we just gonna be only talking about serious shit because i can't like i don't want to just talk i don't want to just leave it to that because then you know you kind of lose people when all you think when all you're talking about is the same shit that they pretty much going through and already seeing daily you know what i'm saying on every from the news on the TV to the news that they have on their social media to everything on their phone. They just, you know, blinded by the shit. So I don't want to be just regurgitating the same shit. But at the same time, I would just want to give, I guess, a different perspective on it from the eyes of a young black individual that's actually going through the shit. Not just a motherfucker that's actually, you know, seeing the comments or seeing the post and actually like just going off of what they seeing on the internet type shit. Like this is actually going to be like some real deal shit from like one of the people that's actually going through this shit on a day-to-day basis like you, like yourself, like the listener. And I just feel like you, you just relate to a nigga more that's going through the struggle with you or even somebody that came from the struggle, made it out and seeing their way to the top. I just feel like when you have people like that, that actually have, that take the time to really talk about the real shit that, People don't talk about on a day-to-day basis. They make it seem like shit is all good. I feel like people, more they relate more to that. And then, you know, you can kind of get a lot of good things out there. And you can you can start to have people think outside the box, especially the people in New Orleans, man. Because we just have a really crazy different way of fucking how we go about everything. From fucking lingo, food, motherfucking, just everything about us is just completely different. So this is definitely, I'm going to definitely use this platform to my advantage, definitely. To be honest, I plan to talk about pretty much 
everything that's going on. I mean, shit, a lot of the conversations that I feel like a lot of black people are, feel like are taboo, you know, those conversations that we don't, we feel uncomfortable to really have, or, you know, we don't really, you know, we, we look at each other kind of strange because it's not really something that we generally just always just, just bring up, you know, I, I want to really touch those things and talk about it because I feel like that's really important. I want to touch shit like childhood trauma, uh, wealth, health, uh, shit, I mean, advice, uh, I mean, just pretty much all, of, all, anything positive, anything positive that we don't get in our own community today, I really want to touch bases on that. And it's a lot of positive shit they kept from us, man. It's a lot of positive shit I'm learning on the outside that I'm literally trying to convert and bring back to the hood because they fucking, realistically, they took it from the hood in the beginning and they went elsewhere with it and fucking built on it. And now I'm fucking trying to take that shit back and bring it back to us because, man, like, bro, black people, bro, we fucking, we are kings and queens, bro. Like, we, like, I'm I'm going to get into it, but just know, like, we, we going to be straight. But what's good, y'all? This is Jay, you know what I'm saying? Local hot boy, turn man of God. I mean, I'm not really one of those people from the city that's really, like, big and out there and known. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, I've always stayed kind of closed and real and selective with the people I really fuck with because New Orleans is a very dangerous place. And, man, people built way different. They ways they raised way different, excuse me. And you got to just watch the people you hang with because, man, the motherfuckers you call your dogs, you will learn, you'll learn that they really not there for you, man. They're not there for you in the right ways, at least. But, yeah, I was born and raised in the city of New Orleans. To be honest, one of the greatest cities in the state of the United States. Does that make sense? The state of the United States. I don't give a fuck. New Orleans is one of the greatest cities in the fucking country. I would say the whole world, but fuck, I ain't visited the whole world yet, so that would kind of be like, that that would be that that would be like, low key in an opinion. I feel like, but either way, shit. I mean, fuck, we eat shit. But yeah, aside from me being from one of the greatest cities in the country, uh, I don't have really many hobbies. I mean, aside from like older people shit, like reading and fucking and lounging and. And now listening to podcasts and just, man, just shit that I never would have expected to be interested in. Now I'm really into the, into the shit, like, and for a good ass reason at the perfect time too, because I just feel like nowadays motherfuckers, they rather a motherfucker that I don't, that don't know shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm noticing the motherfuckers that don't know shit that ain't really got shit going. That's the motherfuckers, they won't around the most. But when you talk too much or you know too much, you say a little too much. You know what I'm saying? You make motherfuckers uncomfortable. They don't really want you around type shit. So, yeah. For those who think I'm a conspiracy theorist, I just have to forewarn you right now. This is not going to be a conspiracy theory channel, podcast, none of the above. I'm not on that. I consider myself to be more so of a realist. You know what I'm saying? I base my opinion off of facts, hardcore facts, not motherfucking theories and hypotheses and shit that crazy scientists and weirdos then concluded and put together to try to Make it seem like it's the truth. I ain't with that shit. I gotta laugh at the fact that nigga said hardcore facts. Yeah, I doubt them bitches that hardcore. But yeah, y'all, for the first episode, though, I just want to pose everybody with this question, right? What the fuck? Nah, seriously, I mean it. Like, what the fuck? Bro, what the fuck is going on? I'm talking about, like, from the time I wake up to the time I go to work to the time I get off to the time I go back to sleep. What the fuck? 
Y'all, I can honestly say since about January 2nd, 2020, I've been telling myself that legit. Because I seriously just don't understand what's going on in the world today. Like, everybody just losing their mind, dog. And I'm talking about losing their mind at the worst possible time. I'm having the weirdest interactions with people, the weirdest conversations, the weirdest vibes. Just like, I just, I'm just, I just don't fucking know. I don't know what I'm missing. Like, you know what I'm saying? What I haven't read yet. You know what I'm What I haven't listened to yet. I don't, I don't, I'm, it's just something that I'm just not grasping that just have me just completely out the loop of what the fuck is going on. And I understand we going through a pandemic. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers supposed to be six feet away. Social distancing. But it's still no excuse for the way everybody has just been acting. Whew, Lord, don't even get me started on these white folks, dog. And I'm not even one of them people that's that. that and, and honestly, I'm not even going to really be on that to where I'm just going to be trying to be bashing, you know what I'm saying, the Caucasians. But at the same time, it's just like I've seen what the fuck, like, like the, I guess, the, 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 the change in the narrative when, when you know, old, old Trump got in office and shit like that. And I'm not big in politics, but I'm just saying, like, I've seen the change and how motherfuckers go about shit. I had three occurrences with oh with, with white people three it was three last year and then no it was it's four total it was three last year and it was one this year three of them ended up being legal situations where i had to like fucking go to court one of them i was arrested for and then like do like little little court appearances back and forth just to basically talk about my my charges and shit like that and basically all of my situations have been me defending myself for when I felt like was where I was like profiled or, or did some, you know, basically some like some prejudice or some racist shit and nobody around and basically all I have is myself to defend type shit. Not telling y'all the God honest truth, how the situation came, how the situation was presented to me, like I can't deal with that. You know what I'm saying? So they fucked up and how they decided to, you know, push me off of my shit, like, come into my comfort zone and knock me out of my shit. However, the reaction I gave, which is what landed me to get in trouble type shit. And I understand, you know, for every reaction, it comes with consequences. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, for every action, it comes with a reaction to consequences. But my only thing was, it was just like, bro, you, y'all do all these investigations and y'all look at situations. And when you look at both sides of the story, you can clearly see from both sides that literally I only reacted to what the fuck was presented to me. Bro, these people do not care. Bro, any situation when it comes to a matter of race and white people and like even even the region where you at, if it's like a predominantly white area, dog, like they don't give a fuck. <laughs> like they don't care. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. It, it always comes down to a race issue of like what this black person did to this white person. And it's crazy because I've dealt with the police officers who wasn't even on no bullshit. They were like sensible officers, like really trying to get to the bottom of it. And I'm telling them like, bro, you listening to the stories and you literally can sit up here and, and vouch that, yo, this don't sound right. But at the same time, you still telling me, you know, you're going to write me a ticket. And I have to come to court and calling this person the, the victim when they clearly the fucking aggressor. Bro, that's literally the world we live in today. You could be fucking on the bus. You could be fucking on the train. You could be fucking in your own vehicle. You could be in your house. Dog, 
if they feel like they want to come and interrupt your shit and whatever they're doing, they're going to do that. And what's even more fucked up is that this system is set up to find some type of fucked up way to justify the bullshit that they do. That shit upsets me even thinking about it. Even saying it out loud, it upsets me. Because basically, all that does is just tell a specific group of people that you basically can't fucking do shit. And if you do, we'll fucking ruin your life. If that's not fear, I don't know what the fuck it is. And if you aren't aware who that specific group of people is, it's black people. Hold on, y'all. Yo, remember when I said this ain't gonna be no conspiracy theory shit? Yo, I just might have to take that back because honestly, a lot of the shit that we're gonna bring up and a lot of these topics we're gonna talk about on the show are actually kinda can be considered conspiracies in a way. One being the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, myself, I have been an essential worker since the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, I have also been traveling during that time. Um, I mean, really, dog, I honestly kind of don't believe the shit is real, you know, and, and I, I, I want to have this discussion openly because I want to, like, I want to talk to a few people. A friend of mine, she also believes that it that it's not real, and she even got sick once, and, and, and like, you know, I was kind of convinced that she was, like, actually kind of fucking have she had covid i thought she had covid but you know come to find out she really didn't not only that just like the inconsistencies with the uh the stay-at-home orders and the mask orders and shit certain places you could wear a mask certain places you don't have to wear a mask so shit certain states you don't have to fucking wear a mask at all shout out to nebraska i guess then there's like these doctors that's going out on these tours doing um interviews talking about how actually staying at home too much can actually lower your immune system and how you actually need human interaction and then they also were talking about um what else was it the uh the whole uh putting people on the uh the fucking the 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 breathing machine and fucking getting thousands of dollars for hospitals and, and and certain covid related deaths you know they get money and incentives for it and shit like that Bro, when you think about it, that's some spooky shit. You know, straight spooky vibe, dog. And, and realistically, not only that, just look at the world now. Motherfucking mass culture. Dog, that's really a thing. <laughs> like, mass culture, fucking all those movies and shit that they were talking about that were, you know, talking about pandemics and, and contagions and outbreaks and shit. Now we live, we, like, we real life living in one. Ain't that, that, that shit crazy, dog. Yeah, so I guess, you know, we are we are on some conspiracy theory shit on this show. I, mean, I take that back, you know? I, I want to talk about that. Shit, really, we could talk about any and everything. This bitch going to be really popping when I get that live chat started and that feedback started so everybody could, like, really chime in and we can go in on the topics at the same time and really, you know, collectively, you know, really talk about this shit, dog, because niggas need to be hip excuse me and i don't mean to keep throwing the n-word out there but we really need to be hip to this shit because it's really some bullshit going on the bro the slogan of the show is it's some shit going on there's some shit that need to be said and we have to be the ones to say it 
because contrary to popular belief, I don't like to really just sit here and listen to myself talk for endless amounts of time. I mean, I know that's the whole podcast thing. And that was probably the hardest part for me. You know what I'm saying? When I'm having a conversation with somebody, clearly get shit off my chest. Whatever I need to say, I can easily say it. And, and I can keep that energy going to where the conversation, to where, like, you know, people will really be like, damn, I'm really feeling what I'm saying. But when you're sitting down and you in in one place and you have to really concisely get all your thoughts out by yourself, to yourself type shit so everybody else can feel you on the other side, that's kind of hard. Because even when I drop this shit, you know what I'm saying, you don't really know if the people really going to be down or really open to understand or really listen. Y'all just bear with a brother. Is at this point it's trial and error, but eventually as we you know we slowly get that ball rolling, I'm gonna get this shit right. Like everything I say, I'm gonna make sure I fact check that shit. But then again, isn't everything in life trial and error? I mean, realistically, ain't no blueprint to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody have nobody has all the answers to what you need to do in order to be successful or just to maintain a, a average life out here. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got a legit like. You got to go out there, put yourself out there, grind, get shit done in order to really understand, you know, how to just live life realistically. So, shit, hopefully this podcast and then a lot of other different uh, outlets and resources that a lot of other young black individuals, you know what I'm saying, especially especially the young black individuals from the class I graduated with, even the ones from the city I, 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 I'm from. Man, like, we really been out here really doing it, taking the initiative, really putting forth the fucking, the, like, all of our ambition and our hustle that we got from our city and really putting that shit full, like, forward and really making a change out here, dog. It's, I'm so proud to see all the change that we got going on and all the shit that we got going from people that's from the city of New Orleans. Man, we got all type of entrepreneurs out the city. They, they got their own entrepreneurial mindsets, and they created different lanes and avenues for, you know, for them to kind of find a niche and basically get to it the way they, the best way they know how. I'm talking about from music to different movements to philanthropy to photography to food. Like, man, just to name a few, you got Humbleness, Blessings, Shive Nola, that's my people. You got We Live, um, World Vision, uh, the um, the Trench Boxing, Blizzy Gang, like all of these different movements that actually have like some, some real tangible shit behind it, whether it be the like, to, to, to give back to the hood, whether it be to like to take the people out the hood to show them something better, whether it be to, to um to uplift a certain type of you know to a, a, a certain type of group of individuals, man like everybody really out here really doing it dog like really like and 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 they ain't been giving shit. We all come from the same situation. I guess you could call it the struggle, the trenches, whatever you want to look at it as, and we didn't got out of that. Not even bitter. Niggas could be super bitter, hella bitter. Not even bitter. We on our shit. We like fuck it. Like we we like we came out of the whatever you want to say, with little to no tools and resources. You know, branched out, got that and gained that shit back. And now we basically, I'm I'm watching it, witnessing it. Like they giving those tools back to the hood, little by little. Man, it's crazy. And that's what you supposed to do. You know, you can't be around this bitch talking about you a real nigga, you a real bitch. You put on for your city, this and that, etc. And you ain't giving back. You can't. Leave the hood, go out, live your best life, obtain all this other shit, and then come back and not give back. I just don't see how that works. Giving back, man. And honestly, at some point in time, probably when this platform becomes monetized, I want to say, or even before that, I want to um probably set up some shit where I can uh 
give some merchandise or something or collaborate with some other people and get some shit going to where um we could take donations and then give that shit back the the proceeds or whatever money we make and give that shit back to like some some black owned foundation or start another movement you know what i'm saying like like fuck it you know like why not but in this time i just feel like it's really really vital like at, like whatever you can do anything you could do like just do that shit you know what I'm saying? Like, stand for something. Like, we got to really have something behind us, dog, because I'm seeing it every day. Bro, Is I go home to New Orleans every time, like, I want to say every couple of months. And it's crazy because I always learn some new shit in, in, in Denver, which is basically uh, predominantly, like, I, guess, I you want to say white city. It's diverse, but I want to say the most part you're going to see a lot of white people. And one of the things that I learned that in a city, when you see a lot of construction and a lot of buildings being built, that means um, your city, you're in a place where it's a lot of growth going on. And with that growth, I, I, I say Denver is one of those places that's, I guess, big on diversity. So with that being said, I go back to New Orleans and I take all these concepts and different ideas that I learn and I see it, but in the neighborhoods and the regions that I grew up in. And it's just like, really, it's gentrification. And it's just, that shit make me feel a way. Like, I legit feel the way, because I'm like, damn, like, just the same block and shit. I used to really run up, like, badass kid type shit, get in trouble, you know what I'm saying, playing it, uh, fucking hide and seek, man overboard type shit. And now, it's like, it's a it's a white neighborhood. Like, this wasn't ever no fucking white neighborhood. Like, what the fuck? And not to even say white neighborhood in a bad way. And, you know, don't 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 be strung up on the words, you know, that that's a whole systematic oppression thing with you know looking at the term black and the term white as like derogatory terms fuck that like we gonna we gonna break that cycle at the end of the day black is motherfucking a, a term of, of of power a term of fucking endearment you know what i'm saying and white is just that it's just white so when i say motherfucking white people or white whatever just that's just what it is but yeah man like all these areas i didn't grow up in and, and ran the streets in i'm talking about for fucking from uptown all the way down to Romans, like down in the fucking in the Lafitte where I, where I grew up at. It's like, bro, these was never uppity middle class fucking neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? You know, but but at the same time, we 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 let them get away with that. That's our own fault. And I couldn't get mad at the white people because shit, they seen a gym, a diamond in the rough, which we should have did. I grew up on the same fucking block, Roman and Orleans. I grew up on that block. Literally. And to me, it was a poverty neighborhood. I was trying to get out that bitch. You got the white folks come back in and they look at it like, man, we actually could turn this into something. And they fucking did. Though, you go back to the Lafitte right now, that shit is beautiful, dog. Like, that's the type of uh, architecture in neighborhoods that you see, like, if you go to, like, Midtown Atlanta or if you go, like, to, like, Dallas or some shit like that. You know, you see that nice ass uh, fa fancy modern houses and shit like that. Dog, I'm telling y'all, it is important to start it now. Start the education and the knowledge process now and get hip to what the fuck is going on so you can fight back. And not fight back with your fists. We didn't did enough of that. Niggas is already in a in a, in a, in a bind somewhat because of using our hands because we, we thought that was the way to get the message across. People, that is not the way. Do not use your fists. I'm telling you right now, learn from me. Do not be like me. But yeah, man, we need to get hip, we need to get knowledgeable, and we need to fucking um, take back what's ours. Originally, take back what's ours, you know what I'm saying? Even though this country was not made for us, no, we well, we fucking built it. So at the end of the day, we need to take back what the fuck is ours. And it starts here with the property, with the knowledge, 
it starts here. I'm really hopeful for the If Not Me podcast. Honestly, the If Not Me came about because it was the, um, it's from the quote, If Not Me, Then Who? But that was a whole situation because it was another person who actually had a similar podcast with the same name. So I, I hit him up and was like, well, it don't make, you know, you, you kind of did have it first, even though it's an actual quote, but I'm going to switch mine up. But I just feel like, if not me, you know what I'm saying, it's like, like I'm going through the situations, but others are going through the situations too. And we collectively come together sometimes and we throw all this shit out there and we, we throw out different ideas. Shit, we even talk about solutions, but it stops there. You know what I'm saying? And then when we split apart, I'm sure that they have situations that they they have going on too on the side. But I know I'm for damn sure having a lot of situations going on. And the frustration is building, like, daily. And I'm to the point now is like, fucking, I can't just write a book because it takes more to just write a novel and fucking just write everything on paper, everything you're going through, all your feelings and emotions. And I, But I feel like that that has no no true outcome at the end, outside of just a whole bunch of pages with your thoughts and emotions, opposed to actually having a podcast or a platform where you can actually talk about the shit and, and hopefully somebody else that's going through the same thing can either like share in a way that it helps you or you help them type shit. And that's why it's like, if not me, then, you know, if not me, then who? But if not me, because it's like, yeah, we all talk about this shit. We all go through the same thing. We all feel the same ways. But who the fuck is going to get out there and put themselves out there and see what the fuck needs to be said necessary to where you kind of, you know, start some shit? Because, like, by all means, I get it. The donations is cool. Like, the um the posts, the the reposting, the shit is cool. But it's like, bro, we have to do more. Like, you like the protesting... The fucking the um the the marches the uh the the rallies like like just like just as active and as vocal as we can be we have to do it though because history has taught us one thing we fucking make people feel the way and we get shit done with action like physical action and that's all I'm trying to do I'm just trying to ignite and gas like that in myself and hopefully in others too. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm tired of just sitting by, watching this shit, and, and watch people get beat, and watch people get fucking murdered and gunned down in the streets, and then going back to my, what supposed to be my cushion-ass, happy-ass life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm tired of that shit. So I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm real hopeful. Especially when the live, man, like I cannot stress enough when I actually get the actual live feed started, and I can have people actually say how they thoughts and opinions live while you actually have guest speakers on the show talking about the same situations like that shit is gonna be fire i'm trying to give off like a decent and mirror vibe with like that breakfast club energy but without the bias decent and mirror vibe because them niggas on showtime now so they got that nice production value they get nice as um well very nice guests you know what I'm saying? To come in and actually say some shit. They actually know about the show. They actually know these is in mirror and they actually like talk and they rap and they relate and they actually talk about the shit. I don't fuck with Breakfast Club. Charlemagne is biased and they on some weird shit. DJ Envy as well. But they energy on that show, like they they um they listeners, they viewers, they real urban. Like it's a lot, it's a lot of uh young urban individuals, but everybody is like 
hip to what's going on. For one, everybody on the fucking internet and social media, so they they gotta be because it's it's on there all day long. But on top of that, they like it, it got them it got them uh it got them gassed up to the point to where they call the show. And I be listening, you know, and get it off your chest and shit. They actually be like, damn, well, I feel like such and such, and they actually be talking about some fire ass topics, man. Like one nigga, man, it was when that whole situation happened with um. The dude from Power was kissing on Beyonce, bro. That topic, that shit, the shit that they were saying on the phone, I was like, man, what? Nigga kissed my wife, like, and I ain't even married, type shit. So I'm like, that's the that's the energy I need, type shit. People that ain't scared to talk, people that ain't scared to speak their mind and, and quote unquote get it off their chest. Like that's the shit I'm bringing to the show. I want my episodes to stream on the regular platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Uh, YouTube for my people who don't have those, and uh, any um, it's a it's an RSS website called Podbean, so that way I can get everybody to listen to my shit avidly, and we can get that you know that whole get into the groove of being like, oh, let me fucking play that nigga J uh, if not me podcast right quick, see what the fuck is going on, cause ultimately I plan to keep niggas updated on the shit like and like I said before, like I don't want it to be super super serious where it's like oh all this nigga talk about is you know recurring topics and current events and all the shit that you basically already see on the internet but at the same time i want this to be a, a a method of like how you really feel like not just the shit that world star or shade room all of whatever the bullshit y'all y'all watch but not not what they telling you how to feel or what they saying they feel but how the fuck you feel how that shit made you feel because i'm gonna tell you though i run into a lot of situations i see a lot of bullshit daily where i always like my my niggas and my partners will tell you though i always got some shit to say because a lot of this shit make me feel away. It really does. Some of this shit don't affect me directly. Some of it affects me directly. But regardless, like I feel away and I have some shit to fucking see. And I know y'all out there feel away too and y'all got some shit to see. And I really care. Like I value that shit. I wanna know because it's like, bro, if like I don't know about y'all, but dealing with the world itself and then having to like go out and just be a normal person, it affects you in a bad fucking way. Like Sometimes my attitude is 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 crazy with just people daily because of just the customers I deal with, and the reason the customer the reason why I deal with bad customers is because they are affected by the fucking world, affected by the world, and don't even realize that they're affected to the point to where they come into an establishment and motherfucker greet them, treat them super super nice, super nice, super nice, and then they just just get nasty just for no reason or some shit like that, and you can't explain it why. Because they affected by the world and they just subconsciously don't know it. But if you were to like consciously talk about that shit, make it a point of conversation, and then actually talk to some people who can like give you alternatives, different ways to think about things, or even advice on the shit, bro, I promise you, we'll we'll be a lot of us will be a lot better off. Shit, to be honest, we might start reuniting or uniting in in certain situations. You know what I'm saying, and making. A lot of these situations that we deal with a lot easier to bear, i.e. one being the motherfucking Karens that's always calling the police on black people and minorities minding their fucking business. If we got enough Karens and enough white people to actually watch this podcast or, or, or not even just this one or watch like any other podcast where it's like some black intellectual talking about the shit that we go through on a daily basis, I guarantee you that they would be a lot better off and they would understand what the fuck we go through and they would be less prone to fucking stop bothering the dumbass police who can't do shit anyway or do shit wrong as we see 
you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't bother them, and they would realize that fucking people just minding their business. And fucking people could just fucking go to Starbucks and go to the store and be out in the parking lot and just fucking just be out, you know what I'm saying, without fucking y'all having to call the police on them and bother them, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? And again, I would like to reiterate, pro-black does not mean anti-anything. <laughs> oh, I told y'all I was really going to talk my shit. Man, I, like, I just really love being black. Like, you just don't understand. And to think there was a certain point in time in my life Little kid days, don't 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 hold this again. Little 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 kid, but this just this just this just goes to show you how fucked up society is. There was really a point in time in my life where I honestly, in my mind, thought that as a little fucking boy, my life would have been better if I was born white. Motherfuckers gonna be like, oh, fucking ready to unfollow me and fucking cancel me and shit. But that's what I meant by having those conversations because I guarantee you, I am not the only one. And it's fucked up to say, but that's the fucking world we live in. How the fuck does a young African-American kid feel as though his little bitty life, where he don't pay no bills, he ain't had no, he ain't got no pussy yet, he ain't, he ain't got even established credit yet. How in his little bitty mind he feels like his little life would be easier if he was a white man or a white boy. And wait, let me elaborate on that because I know somebody going to try to air quote jokes me on that but i i don't mean i wanted to be a white boy like i wanted to wake up and i wanted to have my skin white and be like little billy i'm just and, and no offense to the billies but um <laughs> i'm just saying that in my mind i felt like had i been born white i wouldn't be faced with or dealt with any of those any of the hardships that i was dealing with at the time shit but thank god for growth because, man, <laughs> I know today that that probably, like, being, if I really was born Billy, whew, man, I would have had a fucking, a way, probably a harder time, pro now, probably a harder time. Well, no, no, I take that back. To be honest, being Billy probably would be the, the best thing for me in this, in this climate in today. Being Billy probably would be the best thing. <laughs> Think about it, yeah. Like, this is Trump's United States. And, and I would be Billy, so I pretty much would be able to do whatever I want. Oh, man, the entitlement, the privilege. I can see it now, just like, shit, this is, what it's, this is what it's like to be a Caucasian from the Caucasus, the Caucasus regions, huh? I like it here. But nah, man, I'm just so appreciative and blessed and thankful for all the support and the love that I'm getting. And it's just showing me that this literally is my lane. This is this this shit right here is what I was supposed to be doing, and I'm doing this for a reason. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a continue this shit, and I'm a I'm gonna go all the way with this shit, and I'm gonna remain consistent. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna continue to grow and better myself at this shit, cause it's really it's really only up from here. Found me a nice, comfortable, respectful way to talk my shit, and in a conduce in a, in a conducive way that it could possibly, hopefully help somebody, you know what I'm saying, long term. And dog, that shit really like it really makes me feel good knowing where this can go from here. But yeah, man. If not me podcast 2020, we're gonna go all the way. Hopefully we got a lot of shit going on in 2021. Uh it's a lot of moving pieces. I'm uh I'm still in development with a lot of things, the episodes, the uh the segments the guest, but uh, I, I'm I'm in the works. I'm in the lab every night, pretty much. <laughs> in the lab every night. Niggas is funny, but yeah, I'm in the lab, you know what I'm saying, pretty much every night 
working on this shit, perfecting my craft, uh, trying to get better. Um, as the days go on, I'm going to be sending out updates on the If Not Me podcast Instagram, which you guys can follow me at If Not Me podcast on Instagram. You can also Google us at If Not Me Podcast. We'll be up on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and hopefully Spotify soon. For those who aren't really tech savvy and don't really have great phones, everybody has YouTube. You can also search us on YouTube. Yeah, I let brothers from my Android Kindle people. Y'all can partake as well. You dig? Don't trip. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be good. Yeah, man, but words can't express how excited I am for this shit. Like, y'all really don't understand. Like, it's really been a long time coming. I'm actually, t- I'm playing because I'm taking too long to actually upload this first episode. But this first episode, just to go give you a general idea of what to expect from the episodes coming soon. But, man, to be, but shit could change. Shit could fucking change every day because, man, people is coming out the word where it's like, yeah, bro, talk about this. You should say this, man. Give me, on, give me a slot on that bitch. So, man, you just never know what to expect. But I will say everything will be fire. Everything will be tangible. Everything will be some real dope-ass shit that we all can use as fruits. You know what I'm saying? Fruits in any way to, to help you grow, to help you manifest what you want, whatever. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to start here. And then, especially for black-owned businesses, like, I really plan on doing a lot with black-owned businesses. I already found a CMOS plug. She's um she's not really black-owned, but she supports black-owned businesses. A friend of mine, she started a, a black-owned business app where if you know if you're um traveling anywhere and you don't trust going to you know the <laughs> sorry y'all I had to laugh but but if you traveling like myself all over the state out the country well no for right now I think they just in the states but if you traveling all over the states and you don't trust the regular businesses that that have the needs that you're looking for you can use this app that they have to find specific black owned businesses that offer what you're looking for in that area, whether it be hair care, whether it be cosmet uh whether it be uh beauty, you're trying to get your nails done, you're trying to you trying to look for some clothes, some apparel type shit. Like they have everything you're looking for that's specifically black owned. So that's really dope. Yeah, so if you guys know anybody, know any black owned businesses, you have any topics or anything that you feel, you know, any critiques, any criticism that you have for the show, like man, drop it in the comments. Uh, we have the email. You can actually uh, leave it on the email for the RSS feed blog post. You can come on there. You can talk about it. Like, man, I'm open to all of it. That's the only way Nick can grow. You know what I'm saying? If I have that outside feedback telling me what the fuck I can do to, to be better. That's why I say voice of the people, not a voice for the people, because I'm not talking for you. I'm one of you, and I just have my own specific, you know, ideas and you know what I'm saying? Shit that I have to say. So, fucking, this is just one, I guess, outlet to fucking say it. Also, other podcasters. I'm really interested in that shit. Like, I really want to go on someone else's show. Or when mine grows in the future, I want to have some other podcasters actually come on mine, too. So that way we just bounce different ideas and topics off of each other and go. Because when I'm in a room with people, especially black intellects or intellects themselves that actually have some shit to say dog that shit i'm talking about i could just go and talk fucking hours and go in on shit so i'm really excited looking forward to that too oh yeah and also um episodes are going to be streaming on mondays i think monday nights yeah monday nights this fall that make a lot more sense get a little fall thing going so that way by the spring i'll have season one done hopefully by the spring and then by summer of 2021 i'll start season two and then we just go from there i'm gonna really use this podcast shit to my advantage 
I'm talking about every situation I get, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Th- that shit going on my shoe. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking bring me a pad, a pen. Motherf- I need to give me a motherfucking portable mic so I can just drop that bitch wherever I'm at and just start recording right there on the spot. Cause man, you will be surprised. Like I I run into a situation and I instantly just be having some shit that I'll be wanting to fucking see. Yeah, man. But I really appreciate y'all for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, I look forward to giving out that content and just talking that good shit and bringing out that heat that everybody expecting of me. And yeah, man, you know, uh, keep your head up, stay prayed up and shit. Until next time, peace. We want the money, but that soul is not for sale. Uh, it ain't for sale, nigga. Uh, KB.